0: We used to call people welfare queens or dumb blondes. Well, today, we still call people deadbeat dads. We're going to change the myth of the deadbeat dad today. Hey, welcome back to The Art of Fatherhood. I am Brian Lafauci, And I'm Patrick Marino. And today, we're going to talk to you about the myth of the deadbeat dad. Right. Wrong. (laughs) <laughs> that was good. This is a laughing matter, this is it. serious It is serious, no it's very serious right, So at the end of the day What we're going to, the, the bluff Military term, bottom line up front uh-huh. The bluff of today is the fact that The word deadbeat dad gets thrown out there Real easy real, for, for a myriad of reasons A father does this, or a father does that And they're a deadbeat dad But today we're going to break down this myth And how that term needs to be used with caution With a n- number of things that are out there, that are working against the fathers to be involved with their kids, that very easily turned, you know, turn them into what gets called a deadbeat dad.
1: Right, and we're living in an era where we're, we're kind of redefining what the genders do, right? In a certain, there was a certain time when the dude just did everything. Right, the woman stayed home and the took dude, care of the kids. Yeah, right, yeah. the dude made all the and money. The, the right? dude
0: did everything, and the dame took care of. of
1: yeah, the kids. exactly. Was there
0: was a, there was there was a
1: time, yes. right? We don't live in that time anymore, and there's all sorts of consequences for that, right? And 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 how did? So, like, you and I both know of people who abandoned a child or their family. Absolutely, right? and they might be better today than they were back then. Like, you know, but
0: we know examples of that. And I would say in every single one of those cases, and this isn't to excuse those cases by any means. No, it's not. It's I not think,
1: an excuse. It's more to like understand it better, and then how can we? Well, and let's also frame it too. Right? Frame it differently. Let's frame yeah, yeah, yeah. it. You
0: have a separated family, okay? You had a, you had a separated family, and and a kid plays sports, and the dad maybe doesn't make every game, and right. he's a deadbeat dad, right? Okay, you have a separated family, and the dad misses a child support payment. Well, he's a deadbeat dad. Right. Well, I
1: I would think more like even worse, though, where the dad just abandons the mom and, and the kid.
0: Yeah. And I, I think
1: that, that like maybe you and I would agree. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fucking deadbeat dad. Yeah. But how did we get to that point? Like, and I think that that's what this is about is more like how did we get there and what can we do about it? Like, to me, I then, like, obviously, like, I would fucking never do that, right? I would never mm-hmm. leave my family. I would never leave my kid. But... How did we get to that point? And I think there's a lot of it's just like, well, it's just, you know, he wanted to have sex and he didn't, like, want the responsibility. But I think that maybe that's true. But I think that there is, like, this – because usually – I think it's usually, like, a a younger person who makes a mistake, right? And now it's, like, when you father a child in particular, you have all these societal expectations. Like, okay, now you get a freaking – pay for all this shit. Now you have to, you know, you have to build your family. You have to do you have to raise the child. You have to provide for your um for your uh baby mama, right? The Mm -hmm. woman who's not necessarily your wife, but she's raising your child. You have to provide for her, you have to make sure she's good. Especially while she's pregnant. You gotta make sure it's good. After the fact, you have to support, you have to do this, you have to do that. And um especially when you're younger, you're not really prepared, especially today you're not prepared for that. Right. Right. You're not prepared to have a good enough career to buy a home and, 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 and maybe you're not ready to work so hard that you can do that. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I I think that that's like, so I think that what I'm trying to get to in a really long and terrible way is that like, these are societal things that we invented the role of the dad, right? We invented that. Like, it's like, as much as like, I expect if you father a child, they're mm-hmm. yeah, going to support that financially. Yeah, that's not like the freaking r- the law. I mean, it is the law, but I mean, it's not like <laughs> it is the law actually. Yeah. But I mean, like, it's not like it's something we invented. Like we invented that rule. We were right. just like, okay, if you're this is these are your responsibilities. You have to freaking raise the family. You have to support the mother. You have to. Those are things we invented, and not every person is built for that. Especially when they're young and developing and growing, and and especially in this age when we our younger kids maybe aren't
0: as prepared for the world. As they were fifty years ago, when you know, like life was harder. Let's look at it this way too, to create one more analogy. And then I would love, to... I think today the best, you know, one of the best use of our time today is let's shed light on some of the how how individuals get to that why because ninety nine percent of them, right or wrong, whether you agree with it, don't agree with it, they don't get there just because this, you know, ah, forget it. I'm, you know, I'm yeah, yeah. Do some, yes, but ninety percent of it are. These these systems that are set up to push the father away, right? Exactly, ki- and and then and then look at the father and say, you know, if I keep punching you in the face and and then yell at you for walking walking towards me, you know what I mean? Yeah. Why do you keep walking your face into my fist? Right. Yeah. So it it this, there are systems set up that way. I want to just take a minute and say we're the time we're at right now. The gender equality piece is really important. Yeah, and it doesn't exist here. It really doesn't. If you take a mother who has a child at a young age right and makes the the educated decision that I might not be ready for this right now right. i might not be the in the best position to to provide for my child right now yeah i'm going to give my child up for adoption because i think they can get a better home and this happens all the time yeah. right they, they they and they go to a, now they're adopted they go to a good home they get raised by two other parents so that that mother will get empathy Right. Feel bad. Yeah. Feel bad that you had to go that must have been hard for you, right? right? Like uh And we can and, feel and, and, it because we have had children. Yeah. You can just imagine now part, and I and we're men.
1: We did not actually have the child right. in our right? right, so we're not the people that had to deal with the nine months of pregnancy and, and deal with all that and like we would have trouble. Yeah, Just giving think, our child away, right? But I so think, we can feel what that—that's yeah, where the empathy comes from. It's like, hard. yeah, imagine how she feels. Yes,
0: yeah, and take the same situation that a father might be in a position where the act—the act of, you know, caring isn't in their capacity at the moment, or right. they're struggling, right? That step away is met with hate, right? Anger, yeah, right. Now, by m- me as well. And I'm put myself well. in the same yeah. group right it's, but why why is that? Well, in one case, you know you f- you look at it and you feel you might be inclined to feel a little more bad, a little worse about it. And, oh, I'm sorry you had to make that tough decision. In the other case, you feel because it's more common that the men find themselves out of the child's life than the, than the mothers do right that mm-hmm. that's a truth. It's definitely more common. We approach it with this and we globalize why. right? And we put them in this category of Debbie Dad. So let's look at... Well, before we get into that too, I think that like just to
1: go into like how today is different than before and it's like today we have things like toxic masculinity, which we talked about. Mm -hmm. We have the idea that the woman is equal or maybe even like, you know, women need equality. Women need this. Women need that. Right? And so now... Women are getting all these advantages, and you see this in the data. And I'm not just fucking making this up, right? You see this in the data. Right. Women are more likely to get better grades in school. Women are likely to do better in all the things in school than the men are. Women are more likely now to go to college and yep. to do well in college and to finish college, right? And now, like in many ways, women are better than men, like on a population level in terms of prepared for life, Yep. right? But now you're still telling the man that he's in charge, <laughs> right? He's still like, okay, like this is still your thing. Right. Like, and it's right. like, but everybody's right. telling you the woman is better, but like you're the yeah. one who has to do all the work and you're just not fucking prepared for it. You really aren't, especially with these modern kids who are growing up. They're not ready to be the dad. Yeah. And we are failing them already and now we're asking them to so i think it's just like so sorry that was
0: a tangent but oh it's a great tangent you know but i think what making sure to kind of get some of these things in i mean thing number one to look at is we have to look very closely at the legal system and and what what we need to look at are the are barriers there that are making it more difficult or pushing these fathers into situations where to be an involved father is difficult right and the legal system is hands down one of them. Family court is one of the biggest barriers for fathers in just being an equal parent in their kids' lives. And there are a few states that have laws passed that put both parents on an equal playing field when they enter family court through custodial rights. And majority of them do not. Right. So they enter into family court right off the bat behind the gun. Yeah. Where now they're automatically fighting to be an equal parent. Right. Okay? So... Barrier number one. Why is that a barrier? The barrier because if you are, and I I say young, I mean it's whatnot. not always
1: young. Obviously, you think about some of these like you know celebrities or athletes who have a ton of money and they have a ton of opportunity to have sex with women, mm-hmm. and they make that mistake frequently. Yep. Right. and so like it's not just young, inexperienced, not wealthy dudes. It's older people. So it's a, it's the whole thing. We
0: but even beyond that, right? So if you are in a position, where even in your early, let's say you start a career or your mm-hmm. growing career. So to get now onto an equal playing field in the court system, well, what does that take? It takes money. Right. Bottom line, it takes money. It takes a lawyer. It usually takes a good lawyer. Right. It takes patience and understanding process, and and then oh by the way, throughout that process, there is A, B, C, and D that m- these really mature decisions you have to make to play the game right and end up like in a, you know, so right now. So now to get there, you have this barrier of finances in a system that you're going to have to fight to be equal. So Right. right off the bat, think, think about the things, the adversity in our life and all the, you know, all the adversity that's there. And now in a system that's so important parenting, we've just created a barrier for you. right? A barrier for you to be viewed equally. A barrier for you to kind of step step in without, you should not have to fight that hard. Right. Be an equal parent. You can, and all it takes in most of these states is the mother to not want you to, want more time with their kid. Right. And they are going to get the benefit of that. Yeah. And I, I mean, there's, there's countless, countless experiences you know, examples of that out there. I, I, I see some of these, it pains me when I see some of these dads that are like, I'm like, Oh, what's your involvement like with your kids? Like, you well, you know, I, I just see them every other weekend. I'm, I'm like, that's fucking crazy to me. right? And that was, that was someone who stamped that that was the best idea. Yeah. Parents that move out of state, you know, I, this is an interesting one because we live in new England where states are very close together. And in, you know, 45 minutes, you can be in like four different yeah, states. Yeah, yeah. So this one, the way it's worded, I don't like. But you know, I, I have other situations where. So what's another barrier? Well, another barrier is maybe an ex-wife that has a court system that in their favor, right? Um, and leverages that. Yeah, right. That those are legitimate barriers. Like I have a, I have one situation where the ex-wife moved like an hour away. Now it's not. It's legally. It's illegal. Right? right, so by illegal, like if you went back in the court system and you were like, "Hey, this happened," they might get involved. It might make okay. What? Let's go back to thing number one. What does that cost? Right, money. Yep. You never ever get the time back that's already been taken from right. you. Right. So now you get these two big. Well, un- you also have a year that not only you
1: have to pay the money, you also have to have the time, the investment, and if you're the one, you know, let's say you're in a your traditional situation, the woman has either just had the child, right? So she's okay. in like care for the one-year-old mode, right? Or the one, yep. less than one-year-old mode, which is yep. like one of the most time sensitive and also um, demanding for the mother at that point, right? Those first few months or whatever it is, right? Those are demanding in terms of her body and her, you know, her commitment yeah. needs to be high. Um, but now not only does the guy have to worry about the legal expenses and dealing with the custody battle, he also has to work and provide, right? So it's like the whole thing.
0: Yeah, it's everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. So now you have this, now you have a system where, as in in this case, which a lot of men find themselves, they have a financial barrier, they have an ex-wife barrier that knows that things that, that are, are going to work in their favor and, and they're going to, you know, may, they can make it more difficult and you have to then go through the court system to, to get it changed. which takes money and they know that situation. And that, so you have all these barriers. So now take the dad, and I'm a dad, and I unfortunately get that one weekend a month of my kids, right? That is all I'm getting. And my ex wife has moved the kids an hour away. And by the divorce decree, guess who's got to pick them up and drop them off for some fucking reason? This guy does, right? Yeah. Like, is yeah. that, you know, so now I have to go through that barrier. And oh, by the way, I got to pay child support. So I got to work, yeah, and that means that if I want to have quality time with my kids, I absolutely cannot take a job that forces me into working on those weekends. Which, by the way, there's a lot of jobs that you have oh, yeah, to work for on sure. the weekend, yeah,
1: Yeah, especially if you're you know quote unquote low um, educated, or yeah, right. even especially that, if you're yeah, low educated. even I mean
0: even even nowadays with the way that kind of work work life is set up, this you know. A Saturday, having to work on a Saturday is very common right. in a lot of careers. Uh, anything in public service, doctors, nurses, lo- uh, doctors, nurses, police, fire. Like, go down the list. Those are 24-7 jobs. Right. I could be a doctor and, and in this situation. And that every other weekend might be tough for me because I'm, I may be on, on call. Right, right. Or, So now I don't go pick up my kid one day because I, I, I am I Debbie Dad? I only got to see him four days that month because of his bullshit schedule. Right. But I don't go that day. Right. And so now, all now, now what's happening with my relationship with the kid? Well, it's it's getting, it's it's growing this way. Right. I'm having, you know, less and less interaction, and 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 I'm feeling bad about myself. Right. I feel shitty because I'm I want that time with him, but it's like I struggle just to, you know, get that. Yeah. And. And so what do you do? What do you do when you feel like shit? Like if I told you you were in a relationship and every time you came into the, like came home with your significant other, you felt like shit. What would I tell you to do right? Right. if I get out, right? And you don't, you know, you don't want to do that. And you want to fight and you want to be there, but it feels painful. Yeah. And so you, you stop. I mean, you know, you like eventually you just so emotionally drained from the, these external pressures that are there. And you're still losing because people are still looking at you. Like, and I guarantee you, a lot of it's family too, right? So, you make this decision. You don't go that one day to pick up your kid, and then and then your mom or dad, who's the kid's grandmother, is like, "What are you doing?" So right. Now they're making you feel like shit. Yeah, like, you know, without and
1: yeah. So you've got this. You've got this legal thing, right? Which is like legally imposed. Like, here are the parameters that you can only do, right? And then you've got the societal barrier. Right, the societal idea, and then you've got like the the societal part, which sees, like be a man, step up, and then like I know that I have one example, um, people I know where the guy, you know the 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 woman ended up marrying a different guy who was very very successful, like, yeah, super successful, yeah, and the man felt kind of emasculated by it, and he bailed, the the father, he bailed. His kids had a better life with this new man. And I think he just felt emasculated. He felt like I'm less of a man. Yeah. Because I can't provide at his level, and I I don't have his job, and I'm not as successful. Yeah. And he bailed. Yeah. You know, and it's like, yeah, should he not have bailed? No, he should not have bailed. Right. But like, got to break down some of the stuff that led yeah, to him feeling barrier. that there's, way. Yeah. yeah exactly. Like, and why sure, did like he, he feel like he had to only, leave? That's not the only yeah. barrier. I'm sure there yeah. were other things. Right.
0: That, like we're talking about, that we're already present there. Yeah, there you know, were already like these these barriers. I mean, and you know, today's uh, today's podcast is it's a call to fathers, obviously. Right. The calls to, to society. It's really. a call. To, well, yeah. Right. So that's what I want to get to. Yeah. Is it called the fathers to kind of grind through and 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 make change? Yeah. And, but you have to. You got to make change. Right. And in my humble opinion. The only way you make change with this is through the legal system. I really believe that a lot of the root cause here is we have mothers that are too empowered right. when it comes to the the, the life of their children, mm-hmm. right? And 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 this is what and I'm talking right now to the seventy percent. Of dads out there who aren't the ones that just like yeah, I'm out and I'm you know like right without a good cause just walked out like right. those unfortunately you're a deadbeat dad you, right you well, fit the I criteria mean, well I mean I uh, think that we've yeah. also
1: kind of talked ourselves out of that too there's reasons they got there yes and that's where the societal bit comes in it's like what are we expecting of men what are, how are we preparing them and then if they end up becoming a deadbeat dad and the ways that we've talked about it how did how did we get here. Yeah. What, what can we yeah. do better? How can we structure, not only society legally, but in terms of how we think, especially if we're going to be like, okay, women and men are equal. Yep. Yeah. Then the man shouldn't have the woman shouldn't have an unburden here, and the man shouldn't have this ridiculous burden here, where it's like right. so consuming for him that he feels like he has to bail.
0: Yeah. You know. Absolutely. And we and this is one of those areas where where the pendulum swings, and all of a sudden now the the equal right movement needs to be an equal right movement. Yeah, exactly. It can't just be an equal right movement only when the benefit is to one side or the other. Right. You know, we can't say that we are elevating, let's say, we're elevating women in the corporate structure because that's important because they deserve to be, and not say we're elevating fathers in the family structure because you can't that's all right. So if you make one, if you make one, you gotta make the other. And we have to look hard at that and look at what is the pressures that are causing these fathers. We should be somewhere.
1: pragmatic, too. Like, I mean, like, you know, ultimately, like, it gets down to deeper things. Like, what should, you know, the woman actually physically changes from the parent. It's, it's a way different experience Yeah. than the male. Yeah. And, like, how do we deal with that? How do we cope with that? You know, and have an open and honest conversation about it instead of what we do now, which is just, you know, here, you're the man you provide, you go. And if you don't, you're a fucking asshole, you know, and you might not be prepared for it. And we might've yeah. told you that you're no good. We told you you were toxic. We told you, you know what I mean? We, we, you know, all the women are doing better in school. You're being allowed to fuck around. And now we're like, all right, here, you're a fucking deadbeat because you left. Yep. So, so we have to figure out how do we, I think, start, start with just, yeah, this is a myth. You know, maybe we should retire it.
0: And I at the end of the day, too, for our fathers out there, you need grit. Yeah. And you need to fight for change beyond just your own situation. And that's it, that's the same way any other group has made headway and movement. yeah. And that's what we need to do. Yep. Good stuff. I'm Brian LaFauci. Patrick Marino. Until next time. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, subscribe to the channel, leave us a review, leave us a comment. And if you don't like what you heard, I know who does, your mom, so tell her we said hi.